If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. Midi clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. It all starts with a, then another. See, you can do a whole lot more in the Dublin area with the new TFI 90-minute fare. Hop on as many eligible TFI bus, train and tram services as you like for 90 minutes at just €2.30 for adults and students for a promotional period and £0.80 for children. Simply use your TFI Leap card and touch on your last trip within 90 minutes of your first trip. Go on, you good thing! And you might even have time to pop out for a... And be back within the 90 minutes. The new TFI 90-minute fair. Visit leapcard.ie, T's and C's apply. Here at Paddy Power, when we say there's a power price enhancement, we mean there's enhanced odds on a bet on UK and Irish racing each afternoon, in shop, every 20 minutes. Feel the power inside your local Paddy Power. Max stake 50 euro, or 25 each way. In shop only. Excludes betting machines. Applies to singles and each way singles only. One bet per customer. Offer period runs between 1 and 4 p.m., but may vary. T's and C's apply. Play safe. 18 plus. Gamblingcare.ie. Ask staff for more details. Welcome to Big Brother NSFW. Christmas is cancelled, unfortunately. <laughs> it's 2020, so that sounds about right. But uh, I'm joined tonight by some good people that have some gifts, some reflection on this episode. We've got Matt Bischoff, Johnny Fairplay, Karen Eisenberg, and our special guest tonight, good friend of the podcast, Lex Vandenberg. Lex, how you doing? Great, great. Thank you guys so much for having me. It's just, I'm just happy, having been sheltered in place for six months, to be hanging out virtually with some friendly faces and old friends. Because I'm, I'm lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude. Lex, I thought of you because uh, every year, with the exception of 2020, that's ruined everything. Uh, I I typically see you at Big Tom's Cabin. That's and right. uh, I, I usually come to visit you guys there. Yep. And without fail, there's going to be at least one night where I'm going to sleep watching <laughs> Big Brother on the DVR from, from earlier that evening. Up at the cabin. 
up at the cabin. And so, <laughs> so we, you know, we, we took it upon ourselves. It's, it's an all-star season. We're covering big brother. Matt got pulled by the, the short hairs of his beard, which are very long <laughs> dragged into it as well. He's all in. Uh, Kieran Eisenberg's here. Zach's here. We, we have a gang covering Big Brother this season. I, I think we've done a, a pretty amazing job. Uh, we've done a Monday episode and a Thursday ep- episode every single week, with the exception wow. of Labor Day. We, we skip Labor Day. Uh, we will be back uh, on Monday with what, Rachel, Rachel. Rachel Swindler on Monday. Uh, and then next... Uh, Thursday, we have Jesse Kowalski. Yes. And then coming up after that, we have uh, Andy Heron and Scott Long. We we have a lot of guests, but but I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I'm like, you know, my boy Lex loves Big Brother, has never missed an episode. <laughs> this is an authority, a reality TV guru that we have to bring in the wisdom, especially during a week like this. What are you oh thinking? my god! I mean, what a, what a week it's been. Sorry about my. I've got dogs that are brawling right here and vying for my attention. But yeah, you know what? What a week and and a pretty emotional week. And there's you know, and I don't know if you guys have covered this already, maybe um, earlier this week, but. Um, you know, stuff that wasn't even there's there's drama that wasn't even shown on TV. And I'm, I'm referring to the whole like Ian Gate with uh, with um, who was it? it was uh, Memphis, all the people that I hate Memphis, Nicole, <laughs> Danny and um, who was the fourth one making fun of Ian, he, his his autism or, or making fun of the fact that he rocks because he's autistic. That that right there to me is like. I wanted to cover that at some point tonight because, as you guys know, oh, absolutely. My, older, my older son is 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 on the autism spectrum, and and I mean, I was just God. I'm I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to keep things rel- relatively clean and calm, but I was fucking pissed. Well, let's, oh, yeah, let's, I, start, I, let's start with I, that. I messaged Johnny a couple of days ago, whenever this was, and I said, you know, I, I know that you're friends with Memphis, but uh, I've got some stuff oh. to say about this. I'm, and, and you know, and I'm thankfully not friends with Memphis. And every, I'll tell you right now, even before this, that that, that whole ep- episode of them just you know being bullies and clowning Ian, every time I see him come on screen, I want to stab him in the face. I just there's something about that guy that I just absolutely can't stand. Memphis, and I don't even know what to put my finger on it. Now I can. The so the funny thing is, Lex. So. Obviously, you know, when I met you and Fair Play, et cetera, we hit it off day one whenever we met each other for the first time at Survivor Events. Well, Give Kids the World last year, Hearts of Reality, Johnny and Silas and Christina Coria and Jesse uh, Camacho and who else? It was Memphis. Mem- Memphis. Yeah, oh, so yeah. We, we, yeah, I didn't even know. I don't watch Big Brothers. So I didn't know who this Memphis guy was, but we ate sushi. And we went to another place, and but we were having some beers. We had a good old time, and Memphis was cool as shit. Really? Yeah. When we were hanging out, mm. dude, I'm telling you. So when I started to watch, I'm like, okay, I'm going to give this Big Brother show a try. And I, I was like, shirt. I hate Cody. I made this shirt just because I like Memphis. He's well, a dude, dude oh, in real life. And 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 Matt, and we, we, we were, I'm like, I'm like, Matt, watch Big, he goes, he goes, 
are you guys going to watch the whole season? I'm like, we're fucking podcast. No, we're going to tap out after two episodes. Yes, we're fucking watching the whole season. <laughs> and he comes and and like finally, like after three weeks, he comes here. He's just like, well, Memphis is on there. I'm going to watch because he's a good dude. And what's oh. the first thing I hear, Matt? <laughs> oh, dude. So, I mean, the first time I watched The Big Brother, I was like, this Memphis guy is the most cocky, fucking arrogant pile of shit I've ever seen in my Douche. life douchebag and i've and that Everything was not the guy it. that i saw the first time i met him i mean so, we, we literally hung out with memphis for five hours so he, like, he, he fooled he fooled y'all yeah he must have i mean i he, just i just think when he walks through that doors there's just just something i mean like like think about it. like uh people are different i mean think about uh have you ever hung out with coach you know, um, no, but we 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 talk, we, yeah. we message and whatnot. So yeah, Co- Coach well, in real life is one of the nicest dudes I've ever met. I've talked to people that they're just like Coach out there. He becomes the Dragon Slayer, hmm. and it's well. Like, however, oh. what I will say though is what Lex is saying. There, if you are a true evil, like if you're fucking racist or you're making fun of uh, somebody that's has mental health issues or if they're gay or some derogatory shit. Yeah. The, like that is piece that's of shit. That's who you are. That's, right. who, that's who you are. Whether yeah. you're on a show or not, a sh- being on a show does not give you a license to be, Agreed. To be a bigot, a racist, a, a bully, a mean person. Yep. And frankly, I don't care what he's like off the show because I've seen the only true colors I need to see. And I think, I think he's a turd. Yeah, no, I, I agree with what you're saying, man. It's and it's a disappointment because I was looking forward. Oh wow, there's a guy that I hung out with, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be cool. And it's just like, man, boy, was I wrong on on that. It's very disappointing. Yes, yeah. Just quickly yeah. to set this up for anyone who's listening who didn't see this, who isn't watching the live feeds. This made TMZ. This made Newsweek. This has yeah. cost Cole. This has cost Nicole Franzel. All of her sponsorships on Instagram, from what I've seen, uh, that those three that Lex said, and I, I feel like Enzo was in the room or someone. No, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't Enzo because yeah, I know that be, just because Enzo's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I am Team too. Meow Meow all the way. There was oh, someone else there who wasn't nearly as implicated as these three. Um, yeah, it was. People said Cody was Nicole. Cody in the room. It wasn't. Was it wasn't Cody. It wasn't Danny. Cody either. Huh? Danny. Danny, right? So yeah. it was Danny Memphis. Nicole and Danny Memphis, Nicole, who's my number four? I think Cody was hanging out, but he didn't really say much. Because there was a fourth, there was a fourth man in there, in the room. Those three and another male were mocking Ian, who has spoken uh, particularly with Kaser about being on the autism spectrum and how one of uh, the things that he does that manifests is that he rocks as a soothing mechanism. And they were not only talking about how that makes them uncomfortable, they were mocking him and being pretty mean-spirited and bullish about it and laughing at him behind his back. Um, and that is sort of blown up all over social media as it relates to Big Brother. How can you... Yeah. I don't fucking understand if you're in a house with cameras everywhere... You're, you're, there's, there's the fucking live feeds, which I don't watch. How are you that fucking dumb? Like, let's do they say, know, that, though, do they, I, know? I think 
Because the I, conversation he had that Ian had with Kaser, I felt was kind of a private conversation. Did that did that information okay, go even, out? Okay, even if they don't know that they haven't heard that he got an official diagnosis, okay, and the Kaser also has an official diagnosis. I'm sorry, if you have a kid who's, you know, in sixth grade and they're making yeah. fun of the weird kid because he rocks, right? You know, I would have something to say about that. You don't have to be, you know. There's a lot of stuff that's been going on that we're going to talk about that's been problematic, you know, with yeah. microaggressions against some of the black house guests. But that's the kind of stuff where I have to say that, you know, five years ago, I probably wouldn't even have realized that that was racist. OK, right, right. But this is the kind of stuff, like I said, any 12 year old who doesn't know that you don't do that. You don't and, about this. And, and my understanding is that Ian actually shared his his, you know, his autism with the whole house when they when they first started playing, I think I think he came right out and said I'm 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 autistic, and um, so I don't I don't think that was a mystery. I don't, I, I think they know exactly what they were doing. But okay. and if he didn't. That's my point. Is that it's it, clear it that it's a soothing right. mechanism, and so totally. they don't make fun of him. Well, you know, pe people shouldn't be making fun of people. Period. I mean, it's just not kind. Yeah. Um, and, and to answer your question on Matt, on how that could pos how these people could possibly, you know, behave that way when they know there's cameras around them. I think that, you know, honestly, about a week or so into the big brother experience, um, you know, you forget about the, ca the cameras are no longer there. They're getting comfortable. That's it's home. Even Christmas tonight was talking about how, you know, I live here, this I is my here. home, yep. you know, this, this it, feels like home and when you feel like you're at home well all the stuff you know all those like um you know the 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 niceties slough right off of you and you behave the way you behave i mean that's why they say you know we don't know what goes on behind closed doors you could think that a couple is like the happiest married couple but when those doors close and it's just two of them who knows what's happening but we're getting that's, that's part of the allure of big brother is that we get to see inside the house and all these people all of those social kind of you know those those barriers and guards that they put up they they slough them off and, and this, that was obvious there and this, this happens all the time matt unfortunately this is not yeah. the first time this is not the fifth time and but it doesn't make... what we want to see i mean like like do i mean don't we want to see people be real don't we want to see bad guys that we that we don't like and we root against? Yes. And and I think it's also important when things like this happen, people like us have conversations about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and it helps to educate people or expose, you know, things that are happening in the world that maybe shouldn't. Um, these are lessons, you know, they're lessons that children, kids and adults alike could could benefit from so yeah it's entertaining i think it's also it can also be helpful yeah so um, i mean like as, as bad as these conversations are and 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 i'm saying like i'm not only am i not endorsing i'm also i'm saying these are shit conversations right however i don't want 16 people holding hands fucking singing kumbaya I want to you know, like, you know, the whole premise of the show is, you know, it, it's we're taking different people with different ideologies, putting them in a house and watching conflict. That is the yeah. purpose. And, and at the end, and turning the heat up, turning the heat up to full yeah. whack. Yeah. But doesn't it, at least for me, it gets to a certain point where it's just not fun anymore. 
There's a difference well, between, yeah. you know, conflict, like, you know, good hearted, you know, conflict. And, you know, and these people should play hard. You know, I'm always, you know, I've always been a fan of Johnny because it's like anything that's not against the rules of the game is fine in the game. But there's a big difference between that and, like I said, mocking somebody who has, you know, a disability. It's not well, okay. Big, I don't enjoy watching that. episode was was about exactly that, is what's game and what's personal. And I think Lex yes. is the best guest in the world <laughs> to have on here when we're talking about an all-star season <laughs> or the personal and the gameplay. And I cannot mm-hmm. tell you how how much I was sitting there and relating <laughs> to all of what was being said. and And also, you know, because I've had – you know, I've had a lot of time to just, you know, let all of this simmer and reflect on everything. You know, I, I, I was, you know, I was able to see everyone's point of view, but it is undeniable that, um, that there is, there is personal and there is game and it's never, it's never been against the rules to cross over that personal line and exploit it. But it's like, As do you want to do that? Can, can, are you, are you willing to play that way or not? I wasn't, and I'm and I'm not. Um, and Davon and Bay, to me, they strike me as really very genuine people. That um, they weren't just saying what they were saying because it fit their narrative. You know, this week they were saying it because they felt it. Yeah. Um, that there are certain lines that you just don't cross, whether it's for half a million dollars or not. And and I I stand firm on that. Again, I've 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 told many people. That makes me maybe less, you know, a, a, a less astute or strong survivor player than Boston Rob, because he just happens to have more weapons and tools that he can pull out of his bag. Because I, there are things I won't do, um, but it doesn't change the fact that I won't do them. Yeah. Do you think Christmas is a better player than than Bailey and Davon? Because- no, no, no. I, well, do I think that? Do I think she's a better player? And maybe better player is the wrong term. Do I think that she has more at her disposal to work to work a longer game? Yes, maybe. Do I feel that maybe she's got the odds that Davon and Bailey and I had the odds loaded slightly against us and we were maybe handicapped a little bit, you know, in the way that, you know, certain certain players in sports are hand, have a handicap. Um, yeah, I think that that proves to be a bit of a it's it's like you know having to run a marathon and but you you get an extra two or three bricks in your backpack that the person next to you doesn't have. Can you still win that marathon? Hell yeah! But you're gonna have to work a little harder. Yeah. Um, I think Christmas Christmas obviously she has no problem just kind of putting all that all that stuff aside and just you know it's it's there's you know nothing's off the, nothing's off the menu nothing's off the table. What, how, how old, do, uh, Zach? You got you. You or Karen might know. How old is Davon's kid? She was a baby. She she was Mama Day in the house on on seventeen because I think the kid was fairly young. Okay. So that was five years ago. So I'm guessing her kid is six or seven. Okay. So I and Christmas hers is like less two. Turning two, I think. Okay, I, I thought I, I felt like it was a little newer because I, I felt like Christmas went in just hungry in that she's just like, look, I left my kid. I didn't want to leave my kid, but you ain't doing all stars next year, so okay. it's now or never. I'm sacrificing so much. It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over forty and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain. You don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. 
The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Fucking tunnel vision, fucking game. Let's go. Well, to be clear, Christmas should not have put Tyler up. Christmas should not have evicted her ally on her HOH. That's a terrible game move. Christmas's mistake here is that I think she's using personal information and she's being vindictive about it in a way that she just didn't have to be. And I think, again, going back to Boston Rob on Survivor All-Stars, I, I think it might have been Alicia who was saying, like, there was another way to do this. You could have gotten to this point. Yeah. Have well, to do it this there's, way. There, there's another <laughs> issue here. This wasn't Christmas's decision. This was Grodner's decision. Um, you know, we don't normally talk feeds until the end, but the one part of that whole narrative that they didn't show us was that Alison Grodner herself had to go out to the house and read Tyler the Riot Act. Yeah. But but the, the one thing I will say, though, about Christmas, the one where I falter slightly um, in addition to basically taking personal information that was, you know, that, that was given to her in a, in, you know, kind of a, an emotional moment um, is the fact that, you know, when, when they just, when, when I think Bailey's the first one that said, you know, um, who's your, what's the term she used? Um, untouchable. untouchable. Um, and, and Christmas said, no, you first. Now that implies that Christmas is going to share as well, but you know what Christmas never did? She did not reciprocate in a in a personal moment where they were supposedly sharing something and connecting. Um, she said, "Yeah, you know, it was almost like, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours." Yeah. I'm, the king, Christmas- I'm the king of that during oral sex. The queen. <laughs> I don't. I don't even need. I don't even need to know about that. Yeah. And, um, and I Christmas them every time. <laughs> is, it, is this where you? Is this where you jump into your blue chew? Um, oh, <laughs> um, no. But my my point my point being is you know the point that I'm trying to make is that you know they were having this you know kind of dialogue which implies that you each you know you each participate and and at that point Bailey should have obviously seen what was coming. Because Christmas didn't share her untouchable. So at that point, if I was Bailey, I would have said, well, clearly I just got got. Yeah. Um, but but that I also I just thought that was kind of poor form. Christmas seemed to be saying she 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 pulled it out of Bailey with a cheap shot saying, hey, I'll tell you if you tell me. And then Bailey tells her and Christmas says, oh, take backs. I ain't telling you shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I mean, hey, I, I Johnny foreplay. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
It's a good move, Lex. I mean, you've been here a long time. You're, 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 you're kind of a you're, you're you're in that tit for tat stage of, of the relationship. Uh. I, I see a new T-shirt coming in our future. Johnny foreplay. <laughs> I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Yes. Uh, well, I think in addition to Christmas extracting that information in that manner. She also, like, after the POV was played, sat around and just played Bailey and Dave on for, like, 24 hours. Just mm. let them go. Stop, like, building on your friendship and acting like you're going to do this when you know you're not. It was yeah. cruel. Yeah, that Unnecess- was- Unnecessary roughness, as yeah. they say in the puppy bowl. All right, let, let's, let's talk about <laughs> the powers real quick uh, that, that, that really didn't come into play. Uh, on the live feeds, we have Danny discussing her power in which she gets to uh, 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 have anyone that's a current HOH play for the HOH a second time. So uh, on the live feeds, we, we have uh, Danny uh, explaining to production, hey, I appreciate everything. Don't get me wrong. But this sucks donkey dicks. It's the worst <laughs> fucking power ever. I will never fucking be able to use this. I don't give a fuck if someone gets to be HOH again. There is nothing good about this whatsoever. <laughs> if there's, is there any other fucking power this can do other than this force shit? <laughs> so, I think so, she might be right, though. That might be the worst power ever. It's just it's, so useless. Especially for her. I mean, like, I can see someone anybody. like Cody... Well, no, Christmas or yeah, but Cody Cody could be like, this is the greatest power of all time. Watch this, (laughs) you know, so, so potentially, but no, Danny getting that. And, and and she even explained, she was just like, you know, I thought that was going to be the best power because it was in the far room and blah, blah, blah. I mean, like she, cause I guess she felt another, she, she could have done another power, but she thought with the placement that that would, that power would have the most power. You know what? If this was much later in the game, because the way the, the, the end game works in Big Brother, if you had this for three weeks, you know, starting at final eight or something, it's an eight. awesome power. Yeah. That's, why they, point, that's, that's why they wouldn't give these right. powers to them yeah. later. They, right. But at this point, it's, be used it's, now. for yeah. this one, it's pretty much useless. It's worthless. Yeah. And with that power, I was glad production is meddling in the game because this season sucks. <laughs> Do anything to fix it. Yes. But – like, if you're saying the only person who benefits from that is Cody, yeah. why are we even making that power? Just yeah, throw exactly. it yeah, that, Just that, in that, general. It's like, yeah, we're going to shake up the house. We're going to put three three powers in the house for the first time. It's because they're all pretty much useless. Yeah. So, <laughs> so but we do, we do get a, to a power that I think is worth discussing. And God bless America. If David, if, if he's not the worst big brother player of all time. If he's not the worst Alliance fucking member of all time, is he the worst black lives matter supporter of all time? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, you, you have, you have Bailey and Dave on at the beginning of the game going, look, I don't care if you're my best fucking friend sitting uh, on the block with, with you, David, I got your back. No matter what, I will fucking support you. And you, and, and he replies, I already got something going with one other person because that's how that's how you win the game of Big Brother with a with an alliance of one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had a conversation with Tyler, so he's running the running the game at this point, which is one more alliance than he had the last time he played Big Brother. So you know he so he he feels pretty set there. So and they're just like, all right, well. We still got your back because we, we we're supporting one another. 
So we we have two black lives that matter on the block. <laughs> we have another black life that matters that gets the power that could save at least one. Yeah, I'm gonna hold on to this because. I don't I don't do nothing for nobody. I am the worst fucking person to ever play. Yeah. Like when you have allies who want to work with you and you have no allies. Yeah. Just stand an olive branch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I should tell Omar that like he should probably like I, I would easily give him a thousand bucks if I could be in the room or you know, watch when Day finds out that David could have saved one of them. Oh. And didn't. Oh. That's going to be that. Yeah. Oh. Oh. She knew. She, I mean, she knows that she hurt her game. She's backed away from him, but if she yeah. knew that that happened, oh my gosh. Oh, so no, I mean, like the but whole- David is, he's criminally awful. And, <laughs> and, I, and, and if, if there, if there aren't at least a few people in casting that, that have, they haven't been fired. <laughs> because people have got to be really disappointed in production. Well, I mean, with, I, with, with what he's bringing. I mean, it's I just, can imagine there's some people in, 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 in a very thin, thin minority, not talking about race in any way, just, just of, of numbers, going, is this great or what? And, and yeah, but, I, mean, you know, I, I love people are. I, I love watching people shit the bed on Big Brother more than anybody. But, but David ain't no fun to watch while he's shitting the bed. No, Out of he, all he, the all stars they could bring back, why? Yeah. I mean, why did he ain't they an all star? I mean, he ain't yeah. an all star. First of all, he ain't an all star. Yeah, that's you have saying. to have been on. You have to have been on the show more than how many days was he on? One. He was. He he was evicted the first night. The first. Well, okay. Yeah. All right. That, that's an all star. <laughs> You're an all star with with. That doesn't make any sense. That'd be like that'd be like Francesca, who is on fans' favorites, being on an All Star. Yeah, legends (laughs) or fucking whatever. No, it's like could he have been on a first boot season? Maybe, but yeah, he's conspicuously he conspicuously stands out like a turd in a punch bowl Mm -hmm. in that house. Obi tweeted something. Obi's managing David's Twitter account, and Obi tweeted. I, I, I didn't write it down word for word, but basically. You know, speaking it for David, it's like, since I've decided to spend the last year getting in shape rather than watching even one Big Brother season, you know, prepare for, you know, for my first win tonight kind of thing. Basically saying, like, you didn't take any of my advice. Like you said, you're you're shitting the bed in the house, but at least I know you're in good shape. So let's hope. He has been such a good friend to this guy who has just, it just gets keeps getting worse. How I'm amazing just, would, would this make it all worth it if David oh, wins the eight? But he's not unpredictable. He's predictably awful. Yeah. Okay, so if David wins, who does David put up? What's the worst possible combination for David? Can can you nominate yourself? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would applaud him. At that point, I would I would I would say, good, you did one great thing. Good. Job. I could I could see him nominating himself and Bailey or Kaser. You know, I, 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 I was going for Tyler and Day. Uh, yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. And then he'll somehow use his own power on his own HOH week and bundle that. Oh, <laughs> Not wasting that power whatsoever. I'm gonna gonna use this power on my own nominations. Watch this. Don't ever see it coming. Uh, no, fortunately, the HOH comp is the wall comp, and I don't think he's going to win that. He's too buff. 
<laughs> you, know, you know who might shock us is uh kevin because like wow. uh, kevin showed us a lot with the puppet master thing yeah mm-hmm. he's my tip to nhoh tonight so. is he really yeah i think he's he's like wiry and really lean i think he's got the great physique for this challenge yeah danny and nicole also would i mean danny i know has done well on the wall right but they would both be stupid to try to win this week what about Davon? She could do it. She could. I mean, you know, the endurance endurance challenges. I feel, by definition, are always a better bet for women. Women can can stand pain a lot more than us pussy dudes. We're yeah. pussies. Yeah, we are. We are. Well, I mean, the, the endurance. I mean, you know, we, we, you know, taking taking a step back and looking at Survivor. You know, on on the once it goes to once it goes from tribal uh, immunity challenge to individual immunity challenge and it's and there's a single immunity up for grabs it has to be a competition that's not only fair to men but also to women and as a result 99.9% of the time it's skewed towards a woman because to to make it fair it's it's going to be tilted in their direction you know because you're subtracting brute strength and and and, you know things that more more so than not subtract christmas from the equation because i know that she whipped my ass all day long you're 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 doing all kinds of strange math johnny you've lost me already with these equations and whatnot it's i think it's simple women are tougher yeah well i mean no i mean i i I did natural childbirth three times so yeah i'll meet all of you on it on a wall that ba- balance and, and endurance typically go to women just as as a physical trait that, that that women have over men. Yeah. Well, so far this season, Big Brother has made like 99% of the competition skewed towards the men. So yes. see what happens here. Including the, the first one that, that I don't even, oh, I don't even think Nicole the had on tables that the women had to reach the far end and the guys. That was infuriating. That was yeah. absolutely. The, the fact that that actually. That, that that not everyone who watches wasn't outraged and went public about it. I'm like, how you you'd have to you'd have to not watch to not notice. Yeah, yeah. it was like I didn't so think obvious. A or F could lift the thing. Yeah, and then to have it at the very back and 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 yeah, it, shockingly, uh, Christmas wins. It's just like, yeah, <laughs> she's got more muscles than Memphis. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, my grandpa. Yeah. Yeah, she, could, she could probably she could probably lift Memphis over her head if she wanted to. I would I would like for her to lift me. You have some costume ideas for that also on Facebook? I mean, I would, would, whatever needs to happen. She has the worst tattoos ever, but otherwise, <laughs> she's, I, think, I think she's pretty uh she's pretty roll tied. <laughs> and she's your type, Tom, Johnny, like crazy. No, no, no. She's yeah, not there you fight. go. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not interested. But you know. <laughs> well, let's take a quick break and hear a word from our sponsors, and then we'll come back and talk about everything else that went down on the eviction episode. This episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. And let me tell you, I'm about to turn 30 years old. It's about that time I start cutting down on carbs, sugar, unhealthy food. I realized I basically can't eat anything anymore. That's where Magic Spoon comes in. Tell them about it, Johnny. Oh man, zero grams of sugar, 11 grams of protein. That's right, 11 grams of protein and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. What am I talking about? Magic Spoon, 
four delicious flavors previously cocoa fruity frosted blueberry what was my favorite it was the frosted but boom what am i looking at right now this is the greatest week of my life i'm looking at brand new peanut butter magic spoon and honey nut oh man tomorrow i'm having both i am so excited i'm breaking all the rules you heard me correct zero grams of sugar 11 grams of protein only three net grams of carbs in each serving it's keto friendly gluten-free grain-free soy-free low-carb and gmo-free and taste amazing the most important part honestly too good to be true you can join me be like just me try those new flavors as well where do they go zach Go to magicspoon.com slash survivor to grab a variety pack and try it today. Be sure to use our promo code survivor at checkout to get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident in this product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked, but you're going to like it. That's magicspoon.com slash survivor and use the code survivor for free shipping. We thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring this podcast. Any fool can climb a wall or crawl through sand, but as every fan knows, survivor challenges are won or lost at the puzzle. The most successful players are puzzle masters, and you can be one too. Fair play, Perplexer's Puzzles creates handmade miniature replicas of many of survivor's greatest and most challenging puzzles. Find out if you have what it takes by visiting the Perplexer's Puzzle store on Etsy or simply visiting survivorpuzzle.com, enter promo code FAIRPLAY, F-A-I-R-P-L-A-Y, at checkout for a 10% discount. And let me tell you, I'm hanging out on my patio on these beautiful summer nights. I have uh, Zach Hacker coming over to my house, and we did the fire puzzle, the season 40 puzzle, I got the tree puzzle, and Zach was like, do these things are fucking awesome so if you are a fan of survivor as zach is and i know he has a true authentic survivor puzzle that i have personally done these perplexers puzzles are the real deal so go to survivorpuzzle.com right now enter promo code fairplay at checkout for a 10 percent discount and i promise you you will not be disappointed Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Hey, hey, real All quick, right. uh, Lex, I gotta gotta show you this. Boom! There you go. Oh, thank you. In the chat, Lex, C- is CJ in the wall. 
So uh, there you go. That's in the awesome. chat, Lex, legend if I ever knew one. I don't know if if uh, CJ in the wall knows you, Lex. But hey, did you notice how professional we are now since last time you were here? We got we got we got graphics. We You've have got fancy backgrounds. You've got TV commercials. Yeah, how crazy is that? <laughs> so 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 before we get to everything that that happened on tonight's episode, uh, can can we quickly discuss what what uh, what a lot of us saw in the live feeds? And uh, that's Tyler possibly co-opting Black Lives Matter as a strategy, kind of like we saw in that season be uh, between seasons 38 and 40 of Survivor that we won't talk about uh, with, with other co-opting of, of things that shouldn't be co-opted. Um, what do we? Where are we on that? Because I felt that Tyler got a very kind edit in mm -hmm. that if you watch the live feeds, it really felt as though Tyler was homesick, wanted to go home to Angela, and then change that narrative to day and bay to change it as a, uh, as a, as a stance for black lives matter. And I don't, maybe that was the case, but it really didn't feel that it started that way. No, I think that what I saw in the live feeds was Tyler definitely has wanted out for a while. He's not having fun. He's been pretty miserable. The only real hint of that we got on the actual show was the other house guest saying, Tyler looks sad. Tyler looks emaciated. He's wearing sunglasses in the house all the time. Um, but I think that he saw as a way to save face is how do I maintain my brand? How do I walk out of here and still be this fan favorite? Well, I'm going to walk out a hero. I'm going to say I'm doing this for Day and Bay because I want a black winner and I'm supporting the cause. And then uh, he was talked into staying and all of a sudden, the cause went in the bin. Uh, but I, I will say, in addition to that, I do feel like Tyler is having a very real mental situation going on. He's mm -hmm. like a shadow of himself. And before anyone goes nuts on him, I would hope that they would take into account that he's not himself right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, look, the other part that, that you are kind of, I don't want to say glossing over, but he, I do think he legitimately feels badly that he does feel like, and he's not solely to blame for, for any, you know, but he does play some part in the fact that day and Bay went up yeah, and he does feel badly about that. I think that's legit. And I think that his sympathy in general for the cause is legit. Now, again, what was his real motivation for going home? Um, was he just doing it for the cause? I don't think so. Um, and the other thing that doesn't seem to have happened was same thing. Christmas also did not bother to go today and bay. Let me back up. So when this was all going on, it looked like Tyler really might go up and then Grodner came and then Tyler didn't go up. It doesn't seem that anybody even went today and bay. Like if Tyler had gone and said, look, I really wanted to do this and they've just made it clear to me that I can't, I'm really sorry. I feel like this would look better than it does because it really does just look like he wanted to go to ho home. He got talked out of going home and oh, that cause that he was so interested in, in on Tuesday. It, it, it's like I said, it's not a good look, but on the other hand, like I said, I do give him a certain amount of credit. Why do you sign up for a fucking show if you, if you don't want to be there? The rumor innuendo is that Tyler did not sign up, that CBS called and Angela answered the phone and said Tyler's in and slowly talked him into it after he said no originally. And that he What did. kind of partner is that? A good one. Well, first, I mean, the other thing that, that I mean. A very motivating partner. 
Hmm. So he doesn't he doesn't have kids, man. If you're that like if you're that whiny and wanting to quit over mm-hmm. I mean, I fucking love my wife. Mm-hmm. But until you have fucking children, that is the true fucking like like when I was on Survivor, yes, I miss Tessa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I miss giving her ass massages and and you know banging her and shit like that. She's my best friend. But in all honesty, it's like my fucking kids. When I, before I went out, that was my main like. I am I gonna go fucking insane not seeing my children? Mm-hmm. And yep. the dude's got a fucking girlfriend. I mean, come on, dude, grow some balls. Fucking, you're going to be home in a couple months. You know, you're a young fucking dude. You're a, a jewelry fucking, you know, you're living the life of a, some surfer bro. I mean. Yeah. And Tessa and I are anxiously looking forward to you playing Survivor again, man. <laughs> I think it might add something of people are, I've seen a lot of people talking, is the Big Brother format broken? The game has gotten longer and longer over the years. It's become more and more intensive. I mean, we've seen, uh, Allegedly, Dan and Derek opt out and instead play some sort of uh, like Vegas investment game that they've got going on with the players in the house because they don't want to go in there for 90 days. And when you when you know you're not going to win, you don't want to be tethered to the jury house. Yeah, Yeah, Zach, tell people about that because it really is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. So we had Portia on a couple weeks ago and Portia's take. Based on it seemed like her own sources is that Dan and Derek chose not to play, but to instead assemble alliances who would work together of their friends and that Dan and Derek are taking a cut on any proceeds from the winnings. That there was an agreement ahead of time that I'll put together a winning six person alliance if you give me 10 percent and Dan 10 percent and that that is what's going on. What? I almost think that can't be true because it's I, just so I ridiculous. Pray it's not true, right? Because if it is, yeah, then you, I mean, I'm not sure we're ever going to get another All Star season anyway. But if that is true, we are definitely never going that's, to see a returnee again. That's just absurd. It's, I mean, it sounds absurd to me, but but if it's true, God, these these fuckers need to get a life, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, seriously, I'm most sad for Dan and Derek. It's pathetic. It's fucking pathetic. And what's your ten percent going to be? It ain't going to ain't going to be life changing money. No. Yeah. I mean, would yeah. you? I mean, would you, come would on. You ever? Cons- I mean, like, if if the if the stars align, the timing's right, the 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 home situation's right, the the theme is right, you would potentially do another Survivor, like a Survivor Legends. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Would you ever in 1,012 years give 10% of fucking anything to no. anyone? No, no. I, I, might, I might tell them that I would. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but I mean, come on. It's just honestly, like I said, I feel most sorry for those two chuckleheads. They are, they're, they're, this is not a good look. If it's I true, would, it's I wouldn't even tell anybody. I would be like, motherfucker, like I need, like if it's, if it's a million dollar prize, I need six hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and you know, you know what? I am not letting anybody else make any decisions about what squad I should be on. That's yeah. That's only only I get to decide who I 
Yeah, it's whatever squad you think. I mean, it, it's so easy to make a pregame alliance on paper, and then you go out there, you're like, "Oh, this motherfucker snores. This motherfucker farts nonstop. Oh, they're they're they happen to be racist. I didn't know that. You know, right. like, there's there's you right. know there's there's shit that you don't know until you fucking live with so like there's there's so many you know like like you know in all my years I've had roommates it's just like. Hey, that seems like a cool motherfucker. And then you move in with them. It's just like, oh my God, is this the worst motherfucker ever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so Zach, how reliable is that intel? I don't know. Johnny, you know Portia better than I do. I mean, that's just what Portia feels and based on conversations she's had with them. I mean, you know, I haven't heard rumblings. I haven't heard anything that's as specific as that, but I've certainly heard plenty of rumors before and during the season that both Dan and Derek were involved pregame and getting some of these alliances set up. I've heard that from multiple, multiple people. Yeah, I mean, to tie it into critiquing the format, the the format of the game, though, Lex, Johnny, Matt, if you guys were to go back and play Survivor, like that first confessional when the producer's like, why did you come back? You're going to say, because I love this game, right? I wanted to come back because I love this game. No, because because Cochran uh, put together an alliance, I'm giving him 10%. (laughs) Yeah, in in comparison on Big Brother, who have you heard this season say they came back because they love this game? I've heard Devon say that, and and I've heard Janelle say that, and I've heard no one else utter anything like that. I've heard them say, I hate this game. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and and you know, this is one of the reasons that this season, as much as, you know, it it is my guilty pleasure, I love Big Brother, but this season is so much not fun to watch (laughs) because so many people out there are obviously having no fun. They're miserable to be out there. And you know, the, the last thing we need right now after having been sheltered in place for six fucking months in a pandemic with our mount with with our entire state on fire over here in California, I, I don't want to I don't want to watch pe- miserable people three days a week. I I crave escape from my own miserable life right now. You mm-hmm. know, oh, and yeah. and this this season of Big Brother has been awful in that in that regard. It's just not a lot of fun. Yeah, it's just not a lot of fun to watch. I mean, like, and, and how can you not? I mean, like, on an all-star. I mean, like, I guarantee if Chicken George was in that fucking house right now, he would he would be happy to be there, and he would be there for the love of the game. There's a lot of people that should that should that really ought to be in there that ain't. Daniel Reyes would be yes. there for oh, the love of the game. Absolutely, amen and hallelujah to that. James one right Ryan there would be there for the love of the game. Uh, Hurricane Howie would be there for the love yeah. of the game. I mean, there's so many people, and uh, uh, like not one person. Like day one, we didn't hear anyone going, "Oh man, this is this is all I've been thinking about." Like, how are these motherfuckers not been thinking? Like, if they haven't been thinking about them about this, why should we be thinking about them now? Right. I blame 2020. It's like we finally get, you know, not only we get a season, we get all stars. And then it's because it's 2020, it just sucks. And we get and it's, hot, it's hot garbage. <laughs> we get hot garbage. Yeah, be careful what you wish for with the all star season. Yeah. Yeah. Actually all stars. <laughs> well, hey, 2021, can we can we can have a make good with a with a 23 day legend season all day long. And I guarantee every motherfucking legend, if they're really a legend, walks in day one, says, I love this game. Watch this. Hey, guys, I'll be right back. My, uh, I'm going to plug my laptop in because battery's about to go. I'll be Perfect. right back. Right <laughs> <laughs> the joy of live podcasts. Awesome. 
Uh, well, one other thing that happens that I would like to bring up that I have a bit of a hot take on. Uh, we do see Cody Calafiore unfortunately loses his grandfather, um, and he's informed of that information on this episode. Swaggy C had a take on Twitter that I'm going to agree with. Uh, I don't do this often, uh, but oh. Swaggy said we need to change the rules of how the house guests are able to interact with their families. In emergency. What is the freaking harm in letting Cody talk to his family on the phone? Like that, that's the real in reality TV. It's the same frustration I have when watching Survivor and see someone go home with like an infection on their finger. Just give them the meds and the bandages they need. This is so dumb. This is not why we're tuning in. Yeah. Right. Um, totally I, agree. I, I, think, I think the issue with that is you have someone like a Russell Hans in which if there were bad news – before he would go out there, he'd be like, okay, anything bad happens. I mean, you know, they're going to let you call, but like, tell me something. Tell me something that, that you've seen. I don't know. And it's the Russell Hanses of the world that ruins everything for everyone in, as in life, as we know it. I, I, you know, I, I, I disagree only because I think that they could, they could put, you know, checks and balances in place that would, make that difficult for someone to do. What I think is production just, it's, it'd be hard. It, it'd be extra work for them. They, yeah. you know, they, they, they don't like, they don't like to be bothered with that stuff. And, and they claim it's for purity, you know, the purity of the game. I, I, Whereas I, I, think, I think you have to worry about some people. So, and, I, and, and, and I'm, I'm just picking on Russell Hans and, and I, yeah. I would like to think that he wouldn't do that, but. It's also it, whenever, very interesting. Whenever I give him an inch, he takes yeah. 18 yards. So yeah. I, I'm gonna... Also, you said Swaggy is the one who tweeted this out, Zach? Yes. Because yeah. you're rumoring an innuendo, and again, I can't prove any of this, but uh, there are thoughts that Swaggy and Bailey were able to communicate when she was still in the house. Really? You know, yeah, because, well, you know she was pregnant and she lost the baby. Yes. I didn't, I didn't know that. No. Yeah, they made announcement after the season that she did get pregnant in the house and she did have a miscarriage oh, so wow. during over that whole right i think she was in the jury house when that happened yeah she was in the right around the time of that fight where you know she went off screaming whatever either she was in early pregnancy which will make you crazy or she was having a mis miscarriage which will make you even more crazy so yeah so if they were ever to allow it that would be the kind of situation where they should consider it um and swaggy tweeting that out i can read that up to of two ways but it's interesting that he brought it up hmm. yeah i just think you know it's reality tv um what i love about reality tv is uh the real part and that's such a real experience for someone to go through and to get to experience that with him and get to let him have that moment is so much more important than weird couple minutes of him lying in the bed and people like hugging him for his own well-being in the house. Like whether yeah. you're focusing on him or the TV product, it's going to be better either way. Yeah. It's, it's good. I mean, like that's a good, like you, you, you have a family member talking. I mean, that's good television. And at the end of the day, they don't give a fuck who wins $500,000. They don't give a fuck who's on the block. They don't give a fuck who gets voted out. They give a fuck about making a fucking television show. And the best possible television show is to have that two-minute moment with the family member. Right. They, they, they tried to I get it. That fear of yeah. someone fucking using it to, to their advantage. But they don't do anything to stop the pre-gaming. 
this all day no worries but i just think that (laughs) i think there are serious format issues with big brother that we can do a whole podcast off season on how to fix big brother (laughs) just take it out in the back and shoot it yeah (laughs) uh but we get to the eviction um They've got some pretty positive speeches, Davon and Bailey. It seemed pretty obvious all week Bailey's going home here. Um, Enzo quits his hinky voting. Uh, That didn't show up this week. Um, Were there any surprises as this eviction winded down for you guys? No. Nope. Yeah, straightforward. Um, Julie does announce to the house guests, and I wish this would have happened weeks ago, there will be no battle back. Uh, No one returning into the house. We have it confirmed. Gee, I wish that could have been in there when uh, Janelle and Casey were in the house. I think that might have changed some of the safe gameplay that was going on. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I don't uh, think so. I, I, I think that I think the the uh, the committee had, had pretty much decided their pecking order based on absolutes, and their absolutes were the order that we saw. Yeah, I think you could have seen more splintering going on if they would have known. Because Janelle was running around telling everyone, I'm not going home until mid-September. I'm going to get back in the house. And I think that scared a lot of people. I think it worked the opposite. I I think so many people's threats this season have worked the exact opposite of of their implied goal. Yes, exactly. Like like Janelle going, I don't win anything. You know, it's just like, whereas, you know, like, like, I'll work with you for the next four weeks and I don't win anything. And whereas it should have been... Hey, you know me. I win shit. I got you for the next four weeks, and I'm gonna win shit. Like, like everyone, whatever they've brought to the table has been the exact opposite of what they should have said across the board. Yeah, especially yeah. Jerry. Uh, Tyler's not gonna get to go home, free Jerry. Um, so sorry, Tyler. And uh, who do you guys think's in a good spot to take this home? I, th- I think Enzo's in a good spot. He's um, he is one hundred percent my he's the horse I've I've been betting on since day one. He's before this I, week I, I would have said I Christmas. Love Enzo. I Christmas was an ex was in an excellent spot at the beginning of this week. Now nobody wants to have anything to do with her. No, no, she's she, oh she's in trouble now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This she's was so much no favors. I mean, like I, I think this could have been a pretty easy I you know, I understand the potential volatility of of the nominations that she made. However, I think she could have just, you know, just been sympathetic and just said, I'm sorry, this is game. And any attempt at a game versus personal conversation, just just like, I'm sorry, and just leave the room. I'm sorry. You know, I, I and I think Christmas would have been in a probably the exact same spot she was when this started. Uh, or this week started. Whereas now, yeah, I, I think she went from potential winner to bottom tier, uh, like, you know, the, the bottom of the committee. Oh, yeah. The problem isn't the noms. The problem was that she was afraid that <laughs> Bailey was going to stick a fork in her face. Yeah, That's well, what and, made her, her allies. And, and you know, she, made, she made one of those critical kind of game blunders that so many people make when they forget they forget that they're playing a game and, and in a situation like this, it's more important for them to be right than for them to be safe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she wanted, it was, 
<laughs> I love it. <laughs> so for those of you that are, are watching and not listening and, uh, and, the, and or watching and listening, the ones that are just listening, uh, we have a uh, post from Janelle. Uh, Lex and his cat uh, repping team Meow Meow. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, Janelle, that's priceless. No, but th the point is, you know, I think it was so important to Christmas for Christmas to be right and to yep. have everybody acknowledge that that she was right. I mean, as she was storming up to her HOH room and 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 shaking her fist and talking about personal game, there's no personal, you know, she just wanted to be right. And and that that is such all you got to do is swallow your pride for a minute and calm down and you will do so much less damage to your game yeah. because that's just an ego move. It's not a good game move. It's a terrible game move. And just, it's an ego acting out like a petulant child. Yeah. Uh, no, that like, like Dave on was so worried that she was just like, I finally gave them the Dave on they were looking for. you know, and she's calmed down by everyone in the backyard. It's like, no, you're good. Whereas yeah. Christmas was the Dave on <laughs> character that everyone yeah. was scared oh, yeah. was going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, oh my uh, gosh! Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. should we go into uh, the HOH comp and live food stuff that we haven't touched on yet? Sure. Would you guys like an update on the HOH comp right now? Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. Yes. It's about oh. ten fifteen. We have four committee members left on the wall. Sadly, uh, we've got oh, Cody, no. and Nicole Franzel. Who's left? Who's that? So Cody, Danny, Nicole, Tyler, and Danny. Nicole. Oh, and it's the worst. Again, it's just a, it's just another another dumpster fire. That's the last four. That's the last four. Mm -hmm. oh. oh boy! I'm just gonna go to bed. Wake me up next Thursday when something happens. <laughs> wait, wait, wake me up October fifteenth. <laughs> God. Oh wow. Boy. Well, I, I, I hope that Dan and, and whoever enjoy their fucking 10% for fucking. <laughs> well, it'll be 10% of what? 45 or 48% or 50% because Uncle Sam gets his like mm -hmm. half. Mm -hmm. And then there's 10% is like, okay, enjoy. 25 Enjoy your happy meal. Well, there lies another format issue. Big Brother is so long, and you get paid like not even enough to buy like a mid-range house in Cincinnati at the end. Yeah, of how is it that there are three? C there are three shows in the CBS trifecta, and the one that's three times as long as the other two has the smallest prize. Yeah, because because it's typically summer programming. So what? Because and then they, and then they, and then they wonder. Then they wonder why there's such a big difference between the cast of Survivor and Big Brother. Yeah. Well, the ad dollars are there for spring and fall programming. They're, the, those same ad dollars are not there for for uh, for summer programming. This is the cheapest show in the world to produce. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand well, why well, they don't I do mean, like like you know you. Uh, I mean, fucking NASCAR, this shit. You know, it, it's the it's the Ford HOH challenge. It's the well, fucking yeah. it used, Johnny. It used to be that way. We all had Reeboks because Reebok yeah. was a major sponsor. There was always a Chevy product yeah. that was being. I mean, you know, there were there was the Home Depot challenge on All Stars mm -hmm. where we got tools and stuff. It they used to do that. It used yeah. to there used to be so much. Well, of they these still do. Kind of like, I mean, we, uh, uh, that the season between thirty eight and forty that I I won't I won't refer to ever. Uh, there was an Applebee's challenge. Right, right. They had a Charmin challenge. 
Yeah. Right. Now, but the thing is, even when you think about it, because we, we often even complained about Survivor, with the kind of sponsor money that Survivor, especially back in the early days, when there were tens of millions of viewers, it was still, they, they could have they could have been a lot less cheap than they were with prize money and with, you know, when, when, when we'd go, when they would fly us out for the finale or whatever, you know, there were always like these rules about, okay, you only get like one or two nights in the hotel. And I mean, I was like, God, can you guys be any, any cheaper? We have, we have made y'all a shit ton of money. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And, and, and you, and you got plenty. I mean, what we're asking you for, you'll probably find in your pockets mixed in with the pocket lint. We're not asking you for a lot. I am. You know. I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna fucking fireman Tom this shit and fucking get his. Oh, speaking of fireman, you see that Lex right there? Hold on. Now, if you if you that's a buoy from uh, episode two of Palau, the heads up challenge. Is that is right? Top ten toughest challenge in Survivor history. Wow. It's it's only here temporarily. It's it's on a. Uh, You're babysitting. A, I'm babysitting. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I tr I tried to make a trade. They weren't allowed to trade. So I got I got temporary custody. All right. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> it's one screw. It's not gonna fuck up my wall. Well, I mean, it's gonna fuck it up one screw's worth, but. You know, you know, I hate things. Hey, there's, there's spackle for that. There is spackle for that. <laughs> I'm just sad again I'm that I didn't win the sign. I, I, I built, I bid on one of those signs from, you know, season 40. Um, this supposed to be like, you know, three by five feet. Like it would have been perfect behind me at about, at about six or 700 bucks. I decided I was out. Oof, and uh, it went, it went for like 1600. Oh my God. Um, yeah. No, if I'd lost my five bucks, I'd be annoyed, but no, it was, it was, but just. You made the right call. Mm. I want that I'll, sign. I'll, I'll, I'll take a survivor prop on loan all day long. I'm all in. Oh, so Johnny, so the next time you buy, you just have to steal me something. How's that? Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in your bag, bring it home. There you go. And at this hour, Tyler has fallen. We're down to Danny, Nicole, and Cody in the competition. So the one wow. person that might have shaken things up a little bit is out. <laughs> does, does Danny put Tyler up? Uh, well, I don't know. And just for context, Danny is uh, shaking and chanting her child's name. So I think she might not be. In <laughs> well, that we don't know. Uh, she, she, she may be saying the words Tennessee over and over again, but she could just be a huge Arrested Development fan. <laughs> so that we there's, there's no confirmation on the fact that she is yelling her child's name over and over. No, I think Cody's going to win it. I think Danny is going to play her weird power that lets Cody get HOH again next week. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, hey, if you're not loving the season now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. That's Wow. Well, I'm just, I'm just, I just had one thought, though. So let's say Cody puts David and – so who would he put up? He put up – I'm guessing he would put up David and Kevin. He like said, David has yeah, the power. He said he said on the feeds he would put up uh, David and Kevin and uh, potentially backdoor uh, Ian. Hmm. Right. So maybe he would just put Ian up if David plays the power. Yeah. That would suck. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I don't. I don't see the committee actually starting to eat their own at this point. No. Yet. The committee. The committee has, has said their targets in order. I guess are. Ian, David, Kevin, or maybe not in order, but but Davon would be the last of the non-committee members that they're after. They act, they like her, 
but she's just on mm-hmm. the committee. Mm-hmm. So I I am pretty anti all girl alliances for the most part, just because if I were out there, I would not be included in one. So that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's where my I see. I love all girl alliances when they actually work, which is almost never. Yeah. You know, well, for some reason, it seems such, it seems like this, it's like trying to find a unicorn, but when they do work, God, they're delicious. Yeah. It's also such a strange bogeyman that always gets invoked in every season. Mm-hmm. They're forming a girls alliance. When's the last time that happened? Why is everyone so afraid of that? You got to watch out for the bros, broing it out in the HOH. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. But there has been discussion of a women's alliance now that there are only four women left in the house. Yeah. Good time. Right. Now they want to get together. <laughs> yeah. So, so no, you know, maybe potentially I, I, I would not be this, this season just as just as I said, just to see anything other than what we're watching. I first time ever I could be pro girls alliance. So let's uh, let's make this happen, ladies. I want some black girl magic sprinkled in with a little white girl stuff. <laughs> that came out really so very wrong. I, I'm not good at this. This is, uh, this is this is my fourth podcast, Lex. I... <laughs> Mixed in with some little white girl stuff. Yeah. What are what are you talking about? I don't. I was I, I was given a given a, a nod to the black girl magic. I'm I, I am pro black girl magic. Amorosa made that black girl magic amazing on on Celebrity uh, Big Brother. Uh, I don't know, 14 months ago when the world was normal. <laughs> that seemed like so long ago that that's it does. Oh my God, it does. Case are going sure home feels like six months ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, t-shirt available at johnnyfairplay.com. Uh, what up, Kaser? Uh, along with this shirt, the committee, which if you happen to like Cody and or Memphis, which if you listen to this podcast, you might not. Um, that's <laughs> available. And I am also wearing our Big Brother NSFW t-shirt. So that logo in your top right corner, if you're watching the video, uh, you can also get that at johnnyfairplay.com. Yeah. And when you order a t-shirt, you get a phone call from me, Johnny Fairplay. Uh, If you'd like to catch up on previous episodes that you may have missed, uh, you can find them all at bbrewind.com or survivornsfw.com. They're all available there. I'd like to thank Julie Chin Moonvez. For saying BB Rewind again, uh, that's bbrewind.com. Uh, glad that was available last week on GoDaddy when I was watching the show and uh, quickly snagged that. So, yeah, once again, uh, bookmark that bbrewind.com. Uh, a way to support the podcast and a very good way to support the podcast is to go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you podcast. Click that subscribe button, rate us five stars. Uh, tell your friends uh, it does help in, in searches and with sponsorships and all that stuff. So that is a very great way to support the podcast. But of course, the best way to support the podcast is to become a patron. We have really fun stuff that we do each and every week on the patron side of things. We have a secret Facebook group. We do weekly trivia. We have uh, uh, monthly Zoom calls. We do uh, the weekly Q&A, which is... Uh, Uh, one of my favorite podcasts each and every week. And that is all available at adfreensfw.com. Once again, that's adfreensfw.com. And we've Uh, been playing fantasy football all week with it being uh, kickoff. 
Oh yeah, we got a. Uh, of course, I put both belts up. Yeah, we're playing for championship belts because that's uh, that's what grown men and women do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> last Sports place, ball. Last place gets the Sako Award, which is a mug with a picture of my balls on it, which are fr- freshly manscaped, and we will soon be hearing words from our great friends at Manscaped to finish us up. 2020 has been the year of things happening that are completely out of your control. But there is one thing that you can control, and that's shaving your bush. Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. Well, see, uh, my, my big thing with, with shaving my balls is, you know, people are like, Johnny Fairplay, how do you get laid? How, how do you get some action down there? And we're talking, you know, there, there's three major things that can happen two down there. I don't know how to make that happen for you, but I do know what will help make that happen. And that's shaving your balls and cleaning up your butthole. And what'll help is the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. It's a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you a confident boost through body image. Their ceramic blade and skin safe technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellas down there. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and it comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, in a dark shower, if you want, whatever floats your boat. Uh, they also just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is a perfect add-on to the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. Johnny, can you tell us about Shears 2.0? Man, it is a luxury four-piece nail kit. Just used it earlier today. I lo- and shaved my balls earlier today. Quite the day for me. I I might uh might take a nap now. It uh it features uh tempered stainless steel tools and it includes tipped tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. Now, real quick on these fingernail clippers, they might be the most cutting-edge, amazing nail clippers I've ever used in my entire life. This year's 2.0 nail kit uh, also allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. Uh, On their website, you'll also find the Crop Preserver, and that's an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. This will help tame that summer swamp ass with natural hydrators and antioxidants. You'll also find a crop reviver. That's a testy toner that's like having cologne that's designed for your balls. We won't judge you if we catch you sniffing yourself. Go to manscaped.com and check out some of these life-changing products. If I could sniff myself like that, I wouldn't be shaving my balls. I wouldn't need to. (laughs) Uh, Take a rib out. (laughs) <laughs> there you have it get the manscaped rib remover kit it's uh, <laughs> go to manscaped.com and check out these life-changing products in fact listeners of the show will get 20 percent off and free shipping with promo code survivor at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code survivor it's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.